You are listening to Spaghetti Freddy, a podcast hosted by Cablasto and Yoli, in which they discuss both spaghetti westerns and the Nightmare on Elm Street film series, along with all things Freddy Krueger. <laughs> this is episode 27, and they're discussing The Nightmare Begins Again the TV pilot for Freddy's Nightmares from 1993, directed by Toby Hooper. How you doing tonight? (laughs) What's up? Good. (laughs) How are you? Oh, fine, fine. What's new and exciting? My dog's bringing me a toy. He wants he wants to play now. <laughs> that, well, you know, that that's both new and exciting. So, mm-hmm. how about yeah. you? Uh, the usual. I apparently there's a snowstorm outside. I have my curtains closed. I didn't even know. Um, but yeah, no, I've just been listening to music and drawing and uh, watching movies and stuff, chilling. Nice, nice. But yeah, yeah. The the new new Gorillaz album came out last Friday. Uh, Cracker Island, it's called. It's the name of the album. Don't look at me. <laughs> and because uh, I said that to said it to someone, they laughed in my face. I'm like, I'm not making jokes. But it's very, very good. Okay. And I I've listened to it. I don't know over and over and over at this mm. point. And I just finished listening to it again. Uh, of course, uh, on vinyl because that's how I buy and listen to my music. Good for you. But, and so, yeah, I uh, wrapped up listening again right before this. So it gets the right. Cablasto seal of approval? Very good. Yeah, I'm, I've am i always been a fan of theirs, I guess, over 20 years now, which is crazy. The latest album is really solid. Cool, check it out. So, I like Damon Albarn a lot, and he is the lead singer on... Uh, 90% of the tracks. Uh, I don't know. I don't know my numbers. I don't know how many tracks are. All but one, he does the main <laughs> vocals. And that's really why I tune in. I know they do a lot of guest vocals, but if I want to hear Snoop Dogg, I'll listen to Snoop Dogg. But with that being said, back to main vocals on the previous album for a song, and I love Beck, so it depends who it is. But anyway, yeah, right check on, it right out. On. But yeah, I watched some movies. And Anything worth noting? I don't know. Here's the thing. I have no track of time ever, <laughs> and I watched a movie from the library, but I can't remember when I watched it. Did I already talk? I must have already talked to you about this. I already Which talked one? about. Did I talk about seconds last week? I must have. No, I don't think so. You talked oh, about Lady cool. Hawk. Oh, nice. And okay. some other stuff, but seconds doesn't sound familiar. Okay, um, maybe I mentioned seeing it. Rock Hudson is in it. Okay, I do remember you talking about Rock Hudson, so maybe I'm just not remembering the title. Yeah, or were you? Regard- were, maybe you're saying you're gonna watch it. Yeah, you were, I don't remember. You said you had never watched any Rock Hudson before, something like that. Uh, so yeah, I watched Seconds, which is a Criterion released. Mm. The library had it on Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, well, and uh, I knew nothing about it. Saw that it was sort of it was sci-fi, and it is. I, I I've seen now seen the movie, so I don't need to talk about it as if I'm uh, <laughs> only going by based on the box. But um, I had never seen Rock Hudson in anything to the point of where I had to Google what he even looked like before I watched, yeah, yeah. while I watched the movie. And so I knew which character was him. 
because he's not immediately in it. Um, the funny thing is the way I knew of him was because we watched a Scream Queen movie and they mentioned about Oh, right, him, right, him, yeah. he, how he was gay and he died of AIDS. And, and that was a big thing back in the day, predates us um, Right, right. as far as paying attention to who he was. But so that's, that was honestly my only connection I had to him. But uh, the movie was great. The movie was so good. The movie was fantastic and very unexpected just as a whole. Um, I'm not going to say anything because I went in blind. Just Yeah. it gets a high recommendation for me. All right. Second seconds. R write it down, listeners. Noted. Uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, <laughs> what have you watched lately? so I went back to my Hong Kong box set uh, that Mm I mentioned a week or two ago. hmm. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I did uh, check the Demon's Baby off my list. Uh, so that's the second Okay. film that I've watched out of it. So the Wong-a-thon continues. Um, yeah, because this featured Anthony Wong. He plays this sort of Buddhist, I guess I shouldn't say Buddhist priest because there's not really Buddhist priests, but that's essentially the type of character. Because he wasn't a he wasn't a monk exactly either. I don't Um, I don't think I don't think Buddhists are coming for you, <laughs> but I, uh, I yeah. Buddhist priest slash exorcist. <laughs> so that was Unless fun. unless unless Tim Hamilton is Buddhist, I don't think any Buddhists listen to us. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure that's the only person who listens to us. But anyway. yeah, but so it was like a 90 some minute movie. Um, Mm hmm so pretty, you know, not too long. Um, and the first half of it, the first 40 minutes or so was actually more of a, it's, it was a really sweet little love story before all the kind of demon baby stuff kind of really kicked in for like the back half of the movie. So I don't know, that could maybe be a negative for some people who might be like, oh, this is like boring before the action starts. But I thought it was like Sure. really sweet and I enjoyed the characters um, Yeah. and the, the actors' performances. And so, uh, yeah, I, I kind of just really enjoyed the whole thing. Um, sweet little love story and then, you know, demon baby stuff, uh, some good gore. Yeah, it was a good time. And the scan looked really amazing Cool. from for the Blu-ray. Yeah. So wait, would you say that And it's, I totally sound like I'm setting up for a joke, but I'm actually not. Right, right. I'm actually What'd you not. say? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, would you say because the way this, I'll call it a slow burn, even though I haven't seen it, because they get you to become more intimate with the characters that Yeah, I the think second, so. the second half is more impactful. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would Okay. say so, definitely. That's how I feel about the movie Mandy, where my friend wanted Yeah. to like leave the theater because the first half is just a slow burn. I'm like, Yeah, listen, yeah. everything's <laughs> going to kick Wait off. for it. Exactly. As if he's never seen <laughs> a movie. But anyway. yeah, so it, it was just kind of, it was kooky and fun and had a good time. Is it a recommendation? Yeah, I think you would enjoy it. Check out the third one on there. Not yet, not yet. That's next in the queue. The uh, Okay. the erotic one, erotic something That's right. or other. <laughs> I'm saving it for last. So, Okay. yeah. So stay tuned, and I'll I'll probably be reporting on that in the next uh, week or two. Yeah. So yeah, I want to check out Erotic Baby or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds so wrong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, erotic well, nightmare. I think is what it's called. that's it. That's it. Yeah. No, I want to check out Demon Baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm enjoying the box set so far. Um That's cool. I mean, two for three so far. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's good. yeah. Anything else? No, that, that's all Anything I really exciting? wanted to really wanted to mention uh Okay. for now. Yeah. Should we get into it? I guess so. <laughs> Yeah? No? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah.
yeah, uh, in Freddy's Nightmares. Is that the name of the show? Yeah, it's there's kind of like three titles. The name of the TV uh-huh. show is Freddy's Nightmares. Yes. This, this pilot episode is credited as being called The Nightmare Begins Again. But then when you yeah. actually watch it, and there's kind of like two little mini episodes within the one episode. Yes. Uh, the first one, which is the main pilot event, uh, was also, it had a title of um, No More Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. So I'm like, this thing has like three titles. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's very confusing. <laughs> it is uh, if a you bit, try- yeah. If you want to watch it, though, just mm-hmm. go to Tubi. Search for Freddy's Nightmare. Freddy's Nightmares. Yeah, plural. Thank you. I said, I, I said it's saying, and then just go to the first episode of season one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and I just, think it like probably was shot on video. Like, yes. just, like the look of it was yes. like very stark. You know, just like that look when yes. you're like, "Whoa, <laughs> what yeah. am I looking at here?" <laughs> it, yeah, it was. It was definitely video. I mean, Toby Hooper directs the. I guess I'll call it the pilot, uh, which is what we watched. Or episode one, right. um, but it does not. You can't tell Toby Hooper's directing in terms yeah. of video quality. There's or, nothing special about it. Really. No, it looks very flat as a whole, and I think it's just the quality, the way it was filmed. I mean, ignoring that it's four three aspect ratio for TV, but right, right. it still just looks crappy. But that <laughs> aside, that aside, um, give us your uh, on the fly synopsis. Yeah, so here's my synopsis. Freddy Krueger was... It's also kind of the plot of the episode, but uh, Freddy uh, Freddy Krueger, child murderer, uh, is being held for trial, and due to um, not being read his rights, he is let go. Within seconds, the parents of the children who were killed decide to form a lynch mob and go after Freddy to get revenge. And so if you are a friend of Nightmare on Elm Street, um, the original one at the very least, it's, it's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, it's his origin story that you kind of know. It's kind of a lore we've been given for the most part in the first movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's interesting. I'm glad we're doing this after watching the remake, mm-hmm. which I don't think anyone's ever said. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> Because you kind of see events in that movie, but played out in this. This movie came out, or sorry, the show came out, I think, around the fourth movie. Okay. Where were we with the franchise at that point, then? Well, New Nightmare, I think, was 93 or 94, so... Oh, really? That late? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I'm probably just going to repeat the same thing you just said. I'm just <laughs> double-checking. Whatever. Okay, Freddy's Dead was 91. New Nightmare is 94. Okay, so this came out after Freddy's Dead, you're telling me? I was confused because of the Never Sleep Again documentary. They talked about it, I think, before. Yeah, they kind of made it seem like the TV show came out like between part three and part four, or like mm-hmm. in the middle of the sequels. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. I don't know. It seems like that's when it would have come out, you know? Like the hype, or the, or the um, height of Freddy. Yeah. But, I don't know, or then. Hmm. Doesn't matter. I wonder if Does... it could have come out in the 80s, but maybe in 19. Well, no, because there's not really. Well, maybe there was a VHS release, actually, now that I think about it. There might have been a home video release. So maybe that that was released in 93, and that's why the, that year got tagged onto the show. Oh, okay, yeah. Nope. It's 1988, according okay. to IMDb. 
So that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it does. It does. Okay, so yeah, that was maybe it got a home video released in 1993. That could be. So that was yeah, around 1988. Same year, Part Four came out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so they the did do it sequentially and at the height yep. of Freddie popularity, which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it really does. Um, okay. So. Solving mysteries here, Spaghetti and Freddy. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> Getting to the bottom of things. <laughs> All the things that matter. So yes. very, very important details. <laughs> now you can sleep at night. They say never sleep again, but now you can. Uh, so Freddy, yeah, we have his origin. I mean, uh, we need to. We'll break this down scene by scene because it's short. <laughs> Not literally scene by scene, but I want to talk about some details. So it's Toby Hooper, just in case you are a. Uh, horror hound. The uh, Toby Hooper is the director of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, most famously. Mm-hmm. He also did the sequel, uh, which he was infamous for. He also did the Dancing with Myself video for Billy Idol with the, with the dancing zombies, which I love. Oh, Classic. Yeah. I did not realize that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he did a bunch of other stuff too that I didn't realize. Oh, he's definitely done a bunch of other stuff, but <laughs> that's one of my favorite, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Toby yeah, yeah, Hooper. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> So, this is laughable. The entire thing is laughable from beginning to end. Like, you should watch it because it's funny. Uh, first of all, made for TV from a violence standpoint, you know, it's everything's really, really, really scaled down, which is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, this court at the beginning, Freddie's in a freaking cage, <laughs> uh, like near the judge's bench. Mm-hmm. And. It's filmed in such a way, the whole thing uh, up to a point is done so you can't see his face. Mm-hmm. But Freddie's also wearing his red and green sweater, mm-hmm. and he's playing with his hat and his hands, which none of it makes sense. <laughs> he's handcuffed and he's in, in, in a cage. <laughs> like, and it, why would he have his hat and his sweater? If he came from, like, I guarantee he was in a jail or prison of some sort. You mean like a jumpsuit or something? Yes, yeah. anything except his signature outfit. I like, <laughs> like, I, I'm not going to forgive the shorthand of television. Or yeah. and and when he gets let free, they say he wasn't read his rights. Um, he they just unlock the cage and let him out, and he just walks right out, and he's <laughs> you know, and he keeps hitting his hat, and he finally puts it on, and it's just yeah. the whole, and it just walks right out, and. I think that's why they needed him in his getup because it's like he gets released yeah. and he goes out and then we kind of pretty immediately get to the lynch mob and that whole thing so where he gets you know, perishes in yeah. the suit. He has to be yeah. wearing the suit because that's what he you know will live in forever. You know, not live in. Yeah. Appear in well, forever in, in his death or whatever. So so, so he, he had to be in the suit for the court scene. <laughs> oh, he had to be. But it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And what's more ridiculous, too, is that, I mean, there's the cop. There's a cop there too who was the one who didn't read him his rights, and you know some parent is like you ruined our life and everything else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they go out to the steps of the court, and Freddie's hightailed it out of there somehow, <laughs> w- walked home I guess, and uh, but yeah, set within seconds they're like we need to take put justice in our own hands, and <laughs> they straight up say like you know uh, I think they say. They refer to it as a lynch mob. So they agree really, really, really quickly that that we're going to kill this man. So it's, I mean, there's only so much time in this episode. Fine. Yeah. But they, they really on. cram it in there. 
<laughs> just say like one day later or something like that and then show yeah. them doing this um yeah the and whole Fred, thing's really kind of ridiculous <laughs> uh yeah the, the cage thing is just so odd <laughs> oh and then freddie who if we're to think of this in terms of timeline predating the first one freddie's a lot more jokey and has a lot more one-liners in this mm -hmm. so which again if it's in the middle of like the height of the sequels and oh that's... yeah what yeah, his personality a, would be at that at that time yeah which i can forgive you know a little little retconning yeah. but yeah and then all of a sudden he's in a oh that's funny my autocorrect changed boiler room to toilet room but he says like together again are you ready for freddy and he's like in yeah. this ice cream truck <laughs> in front of a boiler room which the ice cream truck is like i can i get it like luring yeah. children right 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 but that's a whole new thing that they like they just kind of threw it in there yeah. yeah um and of all things too there was the comic book spawn which was popular in this era of time and there was a child murderer in that who had an ice cream truck oh, so it's like man they're pulling from all sorts of things so anyway and they they do a shadow this room going down the stairs and they do it. Uh, he doesn't have his glove on yet, but they showed like the shadow of his hand, mm -hmm. kind of like the glove. And yeah. I mean, it's Robert England for most shots, even though they're not showing his face. Yeah, I'm going to stick by that. For most shots, it's him. Even though they're not showing his face, you would think that they were using someone else, but he was credited in, yeah. in this episode. You can kind of tell just by his mannerisms and the way he moves his body and holds himself. Exactly. Like, that's Robert England yeah. doing Kruger. Exactly, exactly. I did like when uh, he was in court and uh, they were trying to prosecute him and they were like, oh, we have to lock up this unholy aberration. And uh, somebody, a lawyer, was like, that's alleged unholy aberration. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> the whole thing was very like that, like tongue in cheek, mm -hmm. which I didn't dislike it. Don't get me wrong, but it was tonally all over the place trying to be funny more than scary which maybe makes sense for yeah. the whole television series and again like sure. who is this for like kids probably mm -hmm. like teenage kids you know probably mm -hmm. maybe young adults but like it had a kind of yeah. a ju the whole thing had kind of like a juvenile feel to it like yeah. as far as who they might be trying to appeal to oh there's these twin girls in court mm -hmm. and they do this weird effect where like it's almost like freddy vision like the predator <laughs> uh, where everything else gets kind of fuzzy and blurry and music video-esque and then like the girls are like his focused and it's yeah. sort of just them so after he goes back into freddy mode i'm talking he's like minutes out of court he's immediately yeah. starts going after these twins mm -hmm. these twin blondes and uh kind of kind of yeah i'm trying to think no i'm mixing up my movies i was gonna say i thought they had blue on like Elsa Wonderland, but no, nope, mm. nothing deeper. They have a few different matching outfits on throughout yeah, the episode. Yeah. And as, so, as the episode progresses, we find out that they're the daughters of the, the cop that you mentioned who mm -hmm. kind of botched things up and whatever, feels responsible. So Freddy goes after the girls, and there's a guard outside, Lou, that Freddy murders. So, first of all, we see Freddy murdering an adult. The fried man. chicken guy? Yep, fried chicken man. Uh, we see him murdering that guy, which I don't think we've ever seen Freddie murder 
Well, that's not true because he killed Dance's dad. Spoilers. But yeah, I get what you're saying. It's it's like he's Um, yeah. not just killing kids in their dreams. It's like there's Yeah. this secret or cop or not security guard cop Yeah. guarding out front out front of the house and like yeah he takes him out and that's like very unorthodox. Like Uh-huh. did the guy fall asleep? Like what's the logic here? You know. Well, well, Freddy's still um human at this point. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's a Yeah, good yeah. point. That's a good point. But Yeah. So he's just murdering. he's just a murderer. He, he Yeah. like he's not just child But again, murderer. child murderer, but yeah, it's just, Yeah, if yeah, he's killing cops, he's, he's just murderer. <laughs> yeah, and and Adults he gets this kids. guy with a he uses the glove though because he like kills him off screen. He hits him once, and there's a guitar, <laughs> a squeal when he murders the guard. It's so ridiculous. so this is one of my notes, actually, that, Yeah, uh, that nineties guitar, uh, yeah, which I, I guess you said it was what, 88. So, I mean, close I enough. guess so. Because Oh it yeah. really reminded me of like uh, I used to watch a lot of Nine Hundred Two and O with my with my big sister, and that was like you know early nineties and yeah it was just that guitar that like Sure. like real like riffy and twangy like trying to sound like not sexy but like I don't know I don't even know how to describe it but uh it's just like that nineties guitar Yeah. riff I'm like that's so like Nine Hundred Two and O and that's just like Yeah. so of that time was just like popular and like was a soundtrack I guess for like so many different shows and like it's it's just really funny. <laughs> It, it yeah it's incredibly odd and and they they cranked up the uh, someone had the whammy bar going yeah like for dramatic yeah effect as he slashes him yeah and and he slashes him twice first time it just like <laughs> implies that he gets the guy second time isn't there like blood on his there's chicken like plate blood on the paper plate or whatever yep yeah that he was eating his chicken on and the the show in general likes to show blood on the ground like they must have had some agreement that you can show like like blood this drips is okay yeah yeah you can't show the source of the blood but you can show blood ending up on something Yeah, that kind of seems that's to acceptable. be a yeah i bet that's how they get around the writing because it comes up multiple times and freddie has some line about ten tonight the law is on vacation like is that even a joke is that even I a had <laughs> yeah, that joke in my notes too. yeah Yeah, it doesn't that's even make funny. sense Yeah, I do. The, the law's on vacation. No, you know who said it? The cop said it. Because he was so like... trying because he was trying to discourage the lynch mob and be like no we have to let justice take care of it and they're like oh look, justice got us so far blah blah Yeah. and then like when he finally comes around when his his two daughters the twins get threatened by freddie Mm that's hmm when he finally like comes around is like yeah we do have to like take care of it ourselves uh, vigilante justice and he's the one who says the law is on vacation because <laughs> someone was like what about the law he's like the law's on vacation Gotcha. even though he's like this cop so it was Okay. like kind Okay. of kind of funny yeah Okay. Oh, sorry. You're right. Oh, no. That's from the next scene. I'm totally, I totally screwed up my notes. I just <laughs> that's looked. okay Yeah, I, I grouped it wrong. Um, I that's think it's funny that we both like latched onto that quote and thought it yeah was okay amusing okay 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 that makes more sense uh well between this scene and the next so wait does he i've got like a blip <laughs> in my notes here like did he he didn't get the girls did he get the girls I think no he yeah like was terrorizing the one I think mm-hmm He gets in her head somehow. Like, I don't know if it was in her dreams at this point, because when he was yeah still alive, yeah yeah but he, like, yeah somehow was... Because the twins, like, one of them was a little more kind of, like, loopy. 
and was kind of like it's almost like psychically connected or something yeah or, like you don't know? kill freddy you'll make it worse yeah and, like, yeah saying yeah. kind of weird creepy things yeah before his in death, general obviously before his death yeah, yeah. um so well, it's like he somehow connected to her got to her in some way so just jumping ahead because <laughs> there's and i'm talking probably like a minute or two of something missing in my notes of footage that just one in yeah. one ear out the other but they go after i don't know how freddie ends up killing a cop outside their house to the point of where then they're going after him in his boiler room <laughs> but, right right because that's, that's well, he was going after the twins or after the girls i guess yeah. so just still going after children or whatever i guess I, yeah, I guess he didn't get them so because <laughs> i know he didn't get them because they show up later right so yeah. but um they go after him and he's just standing there in his boiler room And and I will say at this point, well, okay, hold on. Uh, They show his teeth. And even though it's crappy video, you can tell they just painted on like metallic paint on his teeth. It wasn't even like black or brown. It was like silver. (laughs) So (laughs) it just and once again, this is just supposed to be Fred Krueger. Yeah. You know, Fred has fillings. I I guess so. (laughs) On the front of his teeth, like the outside face. But regardless, yeah, there's this slight hemming and hawing, and that's when they say what you said about tonight's laws. Laws on vacation, yeah, yeah. and the most freaking ridiculous and awful, like, murder scene of Freddy. Not awful <laughs> as in it's bad what they did. Awful as in it's laughable and ridiculous and stupid. So, and this is when you know you have not Robert England in the in the outfit because you've got some you've just got the back of this guy and he's just standing there doing nothing doesn't approach <laughs> anyone it's like he has to stand in one specific spot on the set and so right, he does right. <laughs> and then someone's dumping gasoline on him he doesn't move at all and and he, instead he has stu- yeah. stupid adr lines in where he's like let's see Pour it all over but, me. Yeah, I'm, I'm he like, thirsty. Yeah, pour it on me. Yeah, like, he's like, I'm thirsty. He's like making quips as they're pouring gasoline on his head. <laughs> and he's just standing there doing nothing. Um, <laughs> and so they set him yeah. on fire. Yes. I've got the spectacle of burning Freddy. <laughs> oh, man. it's Because just... it was. It was a spectacle. It was a whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Spectacle. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous. And he's saying he at first there's absolutely no like sounds of pain or anything but he does say i'll be back i'm free free yeah yeah <laughs> like he knows like oh they're gonna burn me up and, uh, and i'm gonna yeah. die but then i'll just like be, you know yeah be a be immortal essentially and terrorizing yeah. people it's like yeah. okay he, he just like knew that was gonna happen <laughs> that's so stupid and then he just like yeah. burns in the most like unimpressive man on fire effects and <laughs> I, I i think towards the end they had a little bit of him going like groaning a little but it's debatable if that was even supposed to be the sound he of was pain. mostly into it into the yeah, whole thing you know yeah. he's like yeah pour the gasoline on me blah, yeah blah, burn me up i'm free now like just super so, into it so dumb <laughs> <laughs> so then oh yeah yeah so blah, 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 the cops and says that we're all in this together uh, and he hears the echo of his daughter saying, "Daddy, you can't kill Freddie. You'll only make it worse." Um, then right, we get right. then we get the interstitial. Oh, I didn't mention the beginning. Very beginning doesn't matter, but very beginning starts off with this guy hosting 
the news and mm-hmm. then uh and but like claws go through the screen with well, this guy phases out of a news station and then yeah, these claws yeah. go through and it's like technical difficulty and it's and it's red and green stripes red and green color bars yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that. yeah that was good and then the guy appears uh freddie says something like in front beginning. of the courthouse yeah yeah the, that guy appears in front of the courthouse and it goes into it somewhere in there Okay, it's right before the guy newscaster's transported. Freddie says, "Like this is his nightmare." So there is a right, little right. little cryptkeeper esque thing where Robert England, yeah, it really is him, but he's in a lot of shadow, which is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks good. Um, he's he's standing like on the weirdest set, though. It's basically mm-hmm. like they give him some slats of like a boarded up window, and then just like kind of nothing some like colored hallway. steam yeah exactly <laughs> Colored smoke yeah yeah and he's just like trying to do something with this lack <laughs> of, of pacing around a yeah, little bit <laughs> yeah it's so weird so weird um so i had a few issues which kind of seem it feels ridiculous because this whole thing is just utterly ridiculous so okay. it's like we can't really take it seriously but i was a little bit bothered by the fact that it's doing it's taking the time to kind of recreate Mm-hmm. Uh, and dramatize the whole like Freddy's origin story essentially. Yeah. But like with what we know, it's kind of like, well, where are Nancy's parents? Shouldn't yes. they be in the lynch mob? And even yes. if you're not going to be able to get like the saint, you're not going to get John Saxon in and you know yeah. whatever to play the parents. It's like even if you get some like TV stand-ins, but like mm-hmm. maybe still call them by their names, yeah. you know, and like kind of just have that bit make sense, you know. Yeah. And then it was kind of weird because we know that John Saxon. You know, Nancy's dad in the film is a cop. He becomes a lieutenant. But yeah, he is a cop. So it's kind of like they had this other the blonde cop guy from the TV, you know, from from the show. And it's like, is he supposed to be like representing Nancy's dad? Or like if you were going to do that, like or or the other cop that like kind of was helping him out to like hide the body. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe that's supposed to be Nancy's dad. Like that would be kind of cool. But I think they call that guy Gene and like his the de- the character's name in the in the movies Donald. So I'm like, okay, well that's not supposed to be representing him either. But I was like, they should have been there. Like because Nancy's mom even takes his claw after they burn them. So I'm like, yep. where are the parents? Where are these parents? Like they should be here and be part of it for this to be making sense based on what we know. So that kind of bothered me. But again, of, the whole of, thing is so out there. It's yeah. kind of like none of it ties you in. Know. Yeah. But it's unfortunate because it's like they are kind of taking the time to like kind of try to give the origin story some justice or whatever, you know, in creating this like justice. pilot for the TV show. Well, you know, not justice, but uh, like, based on bringing it si- to life. I don't know. Based on the situation. To, like, word it. I, I yeah. thought justice was a funny because there is oh. no, this, it's, this is, there is no justice. Justice yeah. is on vacation. That's right. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like, why wouldn't you like go the whole way then? And again, even if you can't get the actors, like just, just put get some char- other actors to get in there and represent the characters and agreed. just call them by the name. And like, we'll get it, you know, yeah. people will get it. Yeah. Seems like a missed opportunity. I know. Just have a guy in the back be like, right. Um, crap. What was uh, her dad's name? But yeah. Uh, Donald. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thompson, right. Lieutenant Thompson. Yeah, right, Lieutenant Thompson, and then some guy from the back just be like, "That's right, let's get him." Yeah, <laughs> something. You know, that would have <laughs> gone a long way. Yep. yep. So. so I thought that was kind of unfortunate that if you're gonna bother doing it, then like do it right <laughs> at yeah. least. You know. I the, they what just do you do? didn't. So, but we pop back to Freddy as the host, which 
it, you know, this all is one episode for us. I don't know if yeah. they split it up. I'm guessing it was, I don't know how they aired this originally. Um, I mean, I think it all just aired as one episode because he, so. he, he just is like, that was then, this is now. And then he cuts himself and Goop comes out to just be like, look, it's, it's, it's Freddy that you know. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, yeah. immortal. But he does that <laughs> is the host. He doesn't do it mm-hmm. like within the past, the story that he's telling. It's kind of like a weird blending of things. Yeah. Uh, past this, my notes are simply calling out weird shit. <laughs> rather than like getting through anything uh the first half is probably the most compelling the second half is basically just attempting to do nightmare on elm street stuff with a tv budget yeah yeah i will say that basically the cop guy is getting tormented by freddy and his dreams and feeling guilt over everything there's a scene where he wakes up and his wife is trying to like calm him and they're kissing some, and the kissing sound effects sound like eggshells being cracked. It's <laughs> like the hardest skin ever. No, it's it's just like, yeah, it sounds like eggshells. Because I think she like kisses his hand or something first, and then they kiss, and I'm like, that is not a kissing sound effect. How hard is it to get a kissing <laughs> sound effect? Seriously. Uh... Um, he has this note that says, I'm in hell, wish you were here. And mm-hmm. and then it like burns up and it's like that magician's paper stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that too, like, like, was he even asleep at the time? I don't think so. It's like, what no, is happening? No, it's I, just like whatever. Yeah, We're just doing this. There's no rules anymore. Nothing yeah, makes any yeah. sense. And like you said, the daughter is doing like the rhyme at some point. Right, right. Yeah, the one two. Freddy's coming for you. Yep. Um, they do go to like. One of the cops ends up dead, and at the boiler room, because they go. Oh, that one of the lynch mob people. Yeah, one of the parents. Oh, you know what was so funny too? What? It's like all these like parents are, that were part of the vigilante justice. Like, yeah, it's like a guy in his like suit and tie. Like he just like went straight from work and was like, "All yeah. right, we're gonna go burn Freddy." I'm like, these parents really plan it, wouldn't they? Like dress all in black or like try to hide but there's these people yeah. like in their suits like they're just coming from work and they're going off to like murder freddy i was like what is happening well remember they said we're all in this together so you know yeah no, no need mean... no need to hide your identity <laughs> also i like how they said there's a point where they're like no one outside of this room can know um oh okay well a few things are lining up for me now but mm-hmm. so i guess i can't critique this but i guess i'll just say it as <laughs> part of the plot but they say, like I said, no one can know. And then there's the guy who was, the cop was back at um, work and uh, the police station. <laughs> but oh, if, yeah. if, if he's just like, yeah, but, talking about it to his Yeah, homie. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He tells, oh, yeah, this happened. Yeah, he tells the guy, he just tells him everything. But I think, uh, I think he was dreaming because he says something about like, oh the FBI is coming and they're going to help him, blah, blah, blah. And so he spills the beans. And then there's a scene later where he mentions the FBI and the guy's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. That was kind of weird. Whatever. I really don't, I don't care, (laughs) but I I think maybe it was meant to be like he was in and out of sleep. I don't Mm, know. Possibly. Who cares? So 
I did find it interesting that they hid Kruger's body in the like they go to this like junkyard for cars and they put him in the trunk and like weld it shut. So I'm like, that's kind of like heralding back to like part three. And yeah, that's why, yeah. again, that it was like the, the main blonde cop who was, you know, the main guy from the show. But then there was his like brunette friend who was helping him. And I was like, why didn't they just make that? You know, if not Lieutenant Thompson, just mm -hmm. Officer Thompson, you know, and like yeah. that would have made so much sense and actually been really cool. I agree. You know, I agree. I 100 percent agree. Oh. There's <laughs> the cop yells into his daughter's face at one point where he like comes out of a dream and he yells, uh, leave me alone, not another dream. And he's like yelling at his daughter's face and he's <laughs> acting like Will Ferrell, like he is. <laughs> It's it's just awful and not believable. It, it reads like a comedy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not going to attempt to to do his uh, say it like he said it. <laughs> audio. Oh, and she also says one of the daughters says at the di like at the table uh, in a very sing songy way. Freddy, he's back in my dreams and yours, and it's like. Obviously, they're trying to reference. It's so cheesy. That. It is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wrote very lame. Um, yeah, <laughs> very you know, lame, they're, yes. they're trying. They're trying to reference the you know one two Freddy's coming for you. It's, it's just pulled off and it's written. Like forced. And yeah. It's so terrible. I will say that there is a lady in her underwear in this. The cop. The cop goes to the dentist and gets put under. Oh yeah, there's like a reoccurring oh, right. re reoccurring plot point where one of the lynch mob was a dentist, <laughs> and, oh. and then the cop has a toothache, and the guy's like, yeah. you know, oh come visit me, you know. Well, once, All this just to get him in the chair with, yeah. with the gas to well, put him under. Once we're done murdering this man, why don't you come <laughs> and uh, schedule an appointment to get your toothpicks? <laughs> yeah, so, fix that right up for you. But yeah, he, minutes. he he gets gassed and then he so sees, he falls asleep. Falls asleep and he sees yeah. the nurse in her underwear. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Freddy comes and kills him. The end. Yeah. Well, <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. They do say uh, count back from ten. You know, mm -hmm. and then the Freddy rhyme comes in, and th that's the first time we see Freddy in makeup, full makeup. Mm -hmm. So, and then yeah, he does turn his hand into a cool drill. Oh yeah, he's got yeah. like Dennis yeah. drill stuff on, yeah. on each fingertip. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and he says that was a cool bit. He says, "Tell Freddie where it doesn't hurt, or when it doesn't <laughs> hurt, or something like that." And then he, you know, attacks him, but you don't see anything. It's just all off right, camera. Right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then, and then he says, "Like, now there, there's a smile every mother could love." Afterward, they see some chunks fly, nothing else. Oh, oh, and because it was in his dream. Then we flash back to reality. The cop is sitting there dead in the chair, and he has a tiny drip of blood coming out of his mouth. <laughs> the tiniest strip. Yeah, meaning, and they've already implied earlier in this episode, one that the cop gets scratched in his dream, and then he has like a scratch on his body, that yeah, it follows uh, nightmare rules where, you know, what he does to you in your dream happens to you in real life. Meanwhile, he just drilled this guy's head up and in real life, it was just a little drip of blood. And the guy's yeah. totally fine. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I must say, reaction to the gas. And the episode's over. And then Freddy's like, it's like performance art walking around that set. And then he's like, yeah, just you know, cackling. <laughs> yeah. And it, it like ends up taunting the audience, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and then it ends. 
Yeah. I mean, for as much as we're ripping it apart, it's still like a little fun to like. I would say watch you know, it. Be, being a fan <laughs> and kind of yes. knowing the origin to like kind of like just see this sort of personification of it, yes. so to speak. And uh, it's, you know, it's still kind of entertaining in its uh, own way, but it's yeah. also ridiculous and awful. And so yeah. just if you can accept that, then you oh, might still have a good time. <laughs> it is awful, but I would still, I, I still enjoyed it. Um, yeah, yeah. I would recommend it. <laughs> oh, when we were talking about movies, I should mention that I just watched like Puppet Master 7 and 8 as well. <laughs> so it's like my bar is pretty low right now. Um, right. But uh, yeah, I, would, I I still, Robert England's in it. Mm-hmm. That's enough for me to see it. So, And again, this was the pilot and the first time they were having him do this kind of bookend hosting type of thing and it'll be interesting to kind of you know assuming i think we're gonna probably watch at least a few more of these um to kind of see how things progress and how it morphs and shapes up and i don't know i mean i'm not saying that i have high expectations but you know it'll be interesting to see how it goes yeah yeah it's it's worth checking out for the anomaly that it is absolutely absolutely and i'm pretty sure it did have a home video release at some point and it was like there was two episodes like on each tape or something like oh. that well i will say you know what it could be a matter of episode to episode rights because oh, even be. on my blu-rays because i did blu-ray this time for nightmare on elm street um and it had a couple episodes as like extras right it did but they were none of them were the this were the pilot the most desirable okay. sure. um it was literally the second episode was the first episode to be featured as a special feature i mean i watched episode two yeah, by, yeah. by definition what it's called uh it's a yep. miserable life mm-hmm. and this is the one that so this is my second time seeing it because this is the one that was featured on your bonus uh, on the blu-ray yeah cool and um and honestly, I do not remember if the video quality was any better. I know mm. someone would be, I mean, probably I not. I don't think it was, honestly. Because I think I looked at that and then I looked at Tubi the first time. And it was the same. Yeah. Um, so that could also just be the reason they haven't released it. They don't have good source for mm. anything. There's a bootleg right, out right. there. but. Well, the most exciting thing to me about this like second episode was the fact that it featured John Cameron Mitchell. Who I knew from Hedwig and the Angry Inch. Which I have not seen. So to me, he just was some guy. Um, you must see it, Cablasto. You I must will. see it. It's so good. One what? of my favorites. Is it a musical? It is. Okay. okay. It is. But it's like fun rock songs. It's yeah, like, yeah. I think you'll be into it. It's not like yeah. boring, cheesy, you know. Yeah. 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 It's good um, stuff. Um, okay. So let's talk about this episode, though. Uh, episode two, it's a miserable life, which is mm-hmm. the first episode after the pilot. Um, episode two. Yeah. 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 With Freddie coming out of the fryer. Yeah. So <laughs> he's he's working at a fast food burger place. So there's, you know, a French fry fryer. Yeah. Freddie pops of, out of it at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he? I mean, he already he's already burnt, you know. He right. Can't, yeah. He can't get more burnt. Uh, mm-hmm. Now he's a crispy fried layer delicious yeah (laughs) yeah do you want to kind of talk about the episode i feel like i went through the pilot a bunch just touch on it Um, yeah yeah. so john cameron mitchell plays the main character um he's very young in this obviously he's you know late 80s like you said 
Um, but he's a, like high school boy. In fact, he's talking about um, trying to apply to college, but his dad is having him work in this burger joint. It's like the family business, even though he hates it and he can't stand being there. And he's basically just dreaming about getting into a college so he can like hopefully leave this like hick town and dead end job and from getting roped into this family business thing. And we see, you know, some people go by and try to like tell him to come out with them. And he's like, no, I have to work, blah, blah. And he makes some comment about like, oh, I'm going to die in this place or something. Uh, he's yeah. So unhappy and hating on it and stuff. But it's kind of maybe a little bit foreshadowing. <laughs> um, and he has a girlfriend um, who we see him talking to on the phone, I think, a few times. And then she comes over to visit. And basically, like, he's working this horrible job that he hates. And he has to always work these, like, overnight shifts. That's another thing. His dad makes him work these overnight shifts. Or he's like, so-and-so called out. So you'll have to handle it. Blah, blah. And he's working in this, like, guy on a motorcycle that kind of sounds like Freddy through the mm -hmm. drive through menu talky <laughs> thing. Um, but then when we see him, it's just, like, some weird-looking guy that's not Freddy. Yeah, um, just some biker dude. Some biker dude. But he, like, rolls up to the, the drive through window, and he's like, give me, what does he say? Give me everything you got with everything or something like yeah. that. Yeah, something like that. But he's not even really like he's not robbing the place. He doesn't actually like sit and wait for money. He just no. like makes that comment and then basically just in cold blood shoots the guy yeah. like in the head. And you're yeah. like, whoa. But then there's kind of like, I don't know, a cut or something. Mm -hmm. And it kind of looks like, you know, maybe homeboy dozed off and is kind of jolted awake from this. Like he he dreamed the whole it's thing like a, like a nightmare, you know. And so you're kind of like, oh, he, it was a bad dream or whatever. Mm -hmm. Would you and say then, it's, uh, it's one of Freddy's nightmares? It was like one of Freddy's nightmares, exactly. Which, which the title of the show <laughs> makes no sense either, really. Uh, really? <laughs> it's not Freddy's nightmares. But anyway, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Name every character uh, Freddy within the show. Which is what makes sense. <laughs> so. Or have Freddy actually pop in and somehow be in their nightmares, but yeah. which he's not. Like in this one, yeah. he's not in it other than the like bookending bits, right? Like, Correct. Oh, yeah, I mean, he pops out of the fryer, so there's some weird overlap there, but it's not like Freddy's in this guy's dream. Like, no. Again, motorcycle guy shoots him in the head. It's not like it was Freddy torturing him or Freddy on the motorcycle or whatever. But so that happens, and you kind of think, like, oh, it was just a dream. And then he goes home, but then like things kind of get weird. Like, you kind of start to get hints of, like, is he still dreaming or like what's happening? Mm -hmm. And then you kind of start to see some cuts where like there's a drop of blood and he kind of touches his forehead. So, and he's like, oh, wait, am I really bleeding? Like, did that happen? So it kind of hints not so subtly that like maybe it wasn't a dream, but it's still kind of trying to be vague and all that. Uh, feel free to jump in here at all if you'd like to yeah there's a scene where he's kind of in a loop and uh he goes into the kitchen and he's talking to his mom and her back is to him and then he's basically talking about like i don't know i, I he says something like uh i i took like no notes for exact dialogue but <laughs> says something like you know i wish blah 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 uh that i that i lived a normal life or something like that whatever yeah. and then she spins around and it's supposed to be like this 1950s kitchen or 1950s mom. oh yeah oh he's yeah. like why can't you be one of those nice moms or something and then yeah. she's like do 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 and then she's yeah. all like but you know there's holly no homemaker <laughs> yeah there's no transformation it's just her back and then the lighting kind of changes but because it's video it's so flat that it's like <laughs> and it looks like such a set well 
not in the way that it should you know it's not like oh it looks yeah. like a 1950s set the transition is not drastic enough um yeah i almost feel like it should have gone from color to black and white you know mm-hmm. to but it just i don't know it doesn't work that great but that and then the mom is kissing him at one point too and kind of does yeah, that was kind of unnecessary <laughs> yeah like, she, she like kisses him on the cheek and then she's kissing him on the lips and then, and then, and then it's like an inappropriate kiss and it's like why yeah. is that even part of this yeah. episode like, and then, and then she's like there. Are, are you too old to kiss your mom and she kind of does the freddie-esque voice but she doesn't it's just her kind of deepening her voice but i, I feel yeah. like i feel like it was scripted to be like freddie saying something like you know mm-hmm. i mean the dialogue's not clever i think it really was like are you too old to kiss your mom? But <laughs> yeah. without a, it's just like a kind of a voice, but not really. And then he keeps looping through. There's another scene with his mom and his dad. The one I like was when he comes out from his bedroom and his dad, because they're talking about like you not taking up the family business is uh, killing us or going to kill us and that mm-hmm. type of thing. The scene I like is his dad has his head in the oven. The kid comes in, it smells like gas, and the dad has his head in the oven, and he's like trying to With light the lighter. His lighter. Yeah. yeah, which won't and, light. He's just yeah, like cooking it. <laughs> which, which, I was wondering the the reality of that. The entire room's full of gas. I think the spark enough of trying yeah, to light it would ignite absolutely. it. So <laughs> yeah, because it was sparking. It was just like not really making a yeah. making a flame to which, light anything. Yeah, but... which is just like. It didn't make any sense. It doesn't. And then, you know, they're more or less. I mean, I will say that the lack of sense and the kind of the, the looping scenario felt very dreamlike or sure, ni- nightmarish. Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. And in some ways. Like it, one of Freddy's nightmares? <laughs> yes, exactly. So it was unnerving to a degree, yeah. you know, it, yeah. it, it just the presentation. It wasn't. I feel like I know what they were going for and they didn't succeed with that, but I still feel like it was unnerving in a way. So that's mm-hmm. not bad. It's yeah. not scary. It's just unnerving, yeah. which is okay. Yeah, which is okay. Which, yeah. 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 That can be fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially dealing with a new format and um, really delving into kind of like dream logic and, you know, nightmare logic and stuff. Uh, so whatever. Since you're talking about yes. the dialogue, if I may, oh, one certainly. quote that, that really certainly. stood out to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I didn't write the whole quote, but I kind of remember the context at the beginning, and then yeah. I, I wrote the last line. But like when he was talking about, like, you know, he wants to leave this town, he's so unhappy here, and it's like a little kind of suburban area, you know, like it's not the big city. Yeah. Um, so in this, he's yelling about, like, I, I don't want bushes, I don't want trees. Oh, yeah. He's like, I want concrete, which I just yeah. thought was really funny. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I get it. He wants not to be where he is and he wants to move presumably to like a big city, but it, it just sounded really funny. He's like, yeah. I hate trees. I hate bushes. I want concrete. Yeah, that's bizarre. Uh, yeah. So he finally wakes up actually at the restaurant. You want to wrap up the the segment and then. Um, no, you go ahead basically just his dream that he kept or quote unquote dream of the guy coming up and shooting him it just happens yeah a guy comes up it shoots him oh yeah he has a girlfriend throughout all this too this blonde girl yeah yeah which she's kind of in in it here and there but this biker shoots him 
and he's inside, and then he mm -hmm. shoots his girlfriend who's outside. Who was like just arriving to visit him or whatever. Yes, yes, yep. And then that ends this 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 segment. Yeah, and it kind of feels like the episode's over, and then it's it like, does. oh wait, it's still going. <laughs> it, yeah. yeah, yeah, it really feels like. I thought it was episode. over for a second. Yeah. Um, and then it starts off with, uh, the like, girl in the hospital going to the hospital. Yeah. Yep, and it feels like, I mean, if you told me it was two directors, I'd believe you. Yeah, because she is kind of barely in it for most of it, and then like yeah. on this like back portion. Like this back third of it, it's like all of a sudden her story, really, which is yeah. kind of a weird shift. It's a neat idea, but it, yeah, yeah I, but it's so it's still connected, and they're basically saying like, and they I don't know what point they say it doesn't matter. I'll just say now, but they're like, oh, that guy was DOA, so he got killed. You got injured, but we're gonna try mm -hmm. to save you, mm -hmm. and then it's kind of similar to the other segment in that it's sort of. You're looping through not knowing what's a dream and what's reality. Yeah, and she's having some surreal, like, what's going on. And she keeps asking about her boyfriend, and they're like, oh, he's on the first floor in room 20. And then, like, later we kind of see that that's, like, basically the morgue. And yeah. That's that's the gag, you know? And there's a lot of point of view shots of, like, mm -hmm. her laying there. And, I mean, it's, once again, kind of unnerving a little. Yeah. You know, there's a scene where a nurse is, a doctor's showing a nurse how to use um sorry i don't know the technical term but it's one of the when you're like stitching someone up it's one of the needles that's like hooked oh yeah um yeah. and uh she's like oh i've never done this before and he's like that's fine it doesn't matter and, and she's like whoops blah blah blah. and then they show that they're like but it's from her point of view in the bed yeah so she's and, like aware of it even though she's supposed to be under or whatever yeah which is creepy you know mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. uh and then they show that they're like stitching her mouth closed which right Sure, that's creepy, but even just the idea of the other stuff is creepier. Yeah, like being yeah. awake during. But so it, it's just it's, like lots of ideas, just like uh, all thrown together. That's exactly and... it. It's like let's take any like hospital type ideas, and then there's a thing too about they mentioned her parents, and she's like finally reveals like, but my parents are dead, and then her parents are there, and then basically it's revealed she's dead. Right. I, right. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, and I had to rewind it at the end. Because then Freddie comes up and mm -hmm. uh, I didn't even write down what he said. He just, I don't think he, I don't even know if he says anything. He just kind of like walks down this hallway and the set, yeah. he, <laughs> there's not even like a closing line. Like Crypt Keeper would have something witty that tied into yeah, the yeah. episode, a nice bookend. Yeah. It's not mm -hmm. even a bookend in this one. And yeah, yeah. it's just like bizarre. And it I is bizarre. It's bizarre. The music's weird all throughout. And um, tonally, it's just odd. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. They're like, it's an oddity. It's an oddity it for sure. Not MTV's oddities, which was fantastic. No. Oh, yeah. The head. I yeah. loved the head. The head, the Max, Ian Flux, um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Brothers Grunt might have been part of oddities, but yeah, definitely. Oh, man, I love that. So, anyway, so anyway. yeah, there we go. There's Freddy's, there we, that's night Freddy's nightmares. nightmares, episode one and two. <laughs> So yeah. Um. Whew. All right. Now that that's in the bag. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> uh, speaking of bag, mm -hmm. I think there's Ooh. one little something in our mailbag today. Nice segue, and I'm also surprised. <laughs> um. Yeah. This email actually came in just after our latest episode dropped last Friday. Mm. Um. Comes to us from our friend Brian Rummel. Oh yeah, Brummel. 
Yeah, Rummel. YouTube's Brian Rummel. <laughs> YouTube's Brian Rummel, yes. Um, the email is entitled, Great Episode Nightmare 2010. Uh, and he says, Hi, Spa Freddy Pod. Great episode as always. I agree with Yoli that it's definitely hard to separate the Robert England Freddy from the Jackie Earl Haley's Freddy. Although I think Jackie Earl Haley is good, but he was put in a difficult situation considering the iconic nature of Robert's version. I know you guys discussed it, and I totally agree that the Freddy coming through the wall effect looks so bad compared to the original. The original probably spent 10 bucks on that effect, and it still holds up. The remake probably spent a lot of money on that effect, and it looks awful. Sometimes the simple way is best. Great job as always, Brian Rummel. Aww, thank you for the very sweet email. Love that. And glad that you enjoyed the show. Yeah. Thank you for your uh, Buddha-like words of wisdom. Sometimes <laughs> the simplest is best. So right. hopefully Yoli didn't uh, insult you earlier when she said Buddhist priests. So, <laughs> I hope not. I but apologize. Yeah. But yeah, check out uh, Brian Rummel's YouTube channel. And I believe he actually has his own like little mini reviews of um, the whole Nightmare on Elm Street series, he including the remake. He yeah. Yep. And he has a very cool uh, Freddy sweater that he wears. So look him up and check it out. Yeah, he's got a lot of stuff on there. And he's yeah. actively... Lots of horror movie reviews and things. Yeah, he's actively making content. So check him out. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, if if you want to have your email read in the show or do a voicemail or any of the things. Uh, Yoli will tell you the e email address that you can write into. That's spafreddypod at gmail.com. S-P-A-F-R-E-D-D-Y-P-O-D at gmail.com. And you can also find that email address in our show notes. So have a look-see there. So yeah. What yeah. are we doing next week? Next week, we are... We are getting back to our Spaghetti Westerns, and we will be covering El Topo from 1970, directed by Alejandro Jodorowsky. I can never say that. You said Jod it right. Jodorowsky. Yeah? All right. I feel yeah. like it's no, you did mush mush coming out of my mouth. <laughs> Certainly not. No, you did a great job. And Thank you. You will hear me butcher his name over and over next week. <laughs> Um, I have not seen this yet, but I've it's been on my watch list for a while. I'm very interested to watch it. It's something that's referred to as an acid Western. So I find that kind of intriguing. I've seen I've read a bunch of Jodorowsky and I've because he's mm. paired up with a bunch of artists that like him and Mobius used to work together. And uh, yeah, I've, I've actually read a bunch of his stuff. And then I've seen other films of his. <laughs> which when I saw them, I hated them. Oh. But that's not to say I now will hate them. I, th I just, it was... Weren't quite ready for it at the time, maybe? Yeah, I'm talking 25 years ago, you know? So Your film palette has expanded. <laughs> yeah, I, I was only in my 60s back then. So, okay. uh, but yeah, but I ha did pick up El Topo because they did a newer Blu-ray release. And oh, so nice. I'm excited to watch it for the first time as well. Very cool. Um, I don't think it's streaming anywhere um, for free. I think you would probably have to rent it off Amazon or something like that uh, for a few bucks. But I checked my local library and they had a DVD copy. Nice. Um, so that's how I'm going to watch it. Oh, here you go. Uh, it is on Daily Motion, the full thing. 
Uh, and, and it's also the on, that's like a website, yeah. And yeah, it's also so on, you can watch it free there. It's also on Vimeo. All I did was Google El Topo streaming, and they Okay, were so maybe there are some other options. yeah, yeah. They were the first two videos that came up, so it looks like you can watch it for free online. I don't know about Nice. the the quality, but listen, Sure. I just There's options. so yeah, I'll be excited to open the shrink wrap of my Blu-ray. And uh, Yeah. I just, I decided to pick up all of his movies at one point because he doesn't have that many. And uh, yeah. Should be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. It, this will be very different. So yeah, join us next week and we will be watching uh, El Topo. So until then, ciao Ciao for for now. now. <laughs> ciao for now. Ciao for now. Getting Freddy podcast is hosted by Kevin Cablasto and Yoli Zena. Our theme music is composed and performed by Corey McGregor. This episode was edited by Yoli. You can send us feedback at spafreddypod at gmail.com. Ciao for now. <laughs>